are now entering the Brooks. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Well, hello. You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm the other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Wow, and we are on different wavelengths indeed today. <laughs> I feel very calm. You feel calm? I do. I'm having a very calm day. I have a day off. It's cold but sunny. I love it. It's spitting here. Oh, are you get Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of rain, but it's like a lot of cloud cover but also bright when it's not raining. It's kind of my favorite type of day. So you're getting like a New England fall day. Pretty much. And I love that. You know, the, you know, seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. I have the opposite of that. Mm. Like gloomy, rainy, overcast days. They make me so happy and feel cozy. And I do well in that situation. I've just been depressed for months now. So, <laughs> <laughs> And we laugh about it. Uh, I don't, I have no, I, I have no answers for you at this point. It's, it's fine. I go to therapy. I go to a lot of therapy. And I recommend it to anyone who's feeling depressed. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. exactly. It's good for you. I certainly have bouts of it, but it's usually on hot days. <laughs> like hot, bright days. See, in the summer, I'm less depressed. I'm still depressed. I'm kind of <laughs> always depressed. <laughs> Let's get to the bright spot, shall we? Sure. I don't know why I'm laughing specifically at this. <laughs> Uh, except I, you know, I wish I could help, except I'm in such a good mood today that even your depression can't bring me down. I love it. What's that song? <laughs> can't bring me down. I don't know what it is. No, that's it. You got it. Can't that's, stop it was... me. Can't stop me now. That's what it is. Okay. Oh, I thought it was like being there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> after that live performance, we can talk about the bright spot. I think it's a good one. It's nothing to do with politics or anything, but it did just happen. Good. And it kind of harkens back to some of the old ones that we do. Like, we like conservation. We like eco-friendly crap, right? Yeah. You know, each of us has an electric car, for example. Like yeah. We're, we're doing our part, basically single-handedly or among the two of us, four-handedly saving the world just by ourselves. I, I put, a, wait, Matt and I put an avocado tree in the front yard, and during the cold, I put a blanket around it to keep it alive. So, right. yeah. Yeah, no one loves plants particular way that jason loves plants i put blankets on my plants (laughs) (laughs) well i i can respect saving the avocado i really can like if there's one plant that you have to protect it's the avocado right of course yeah because it'll give you avocados yeah but yeah but like some plants give you lemons and shit but that gives you avocados which is amazing yeah avocado is sustainable lemon gives you heartburn okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the tree gives you avocados, and that's why it should be protected. Anyway, speaking of protecting trees, actually, yes. our bright spot this week is that this week, IKEA, okay, is based in Sweden, obviously, yeah. Yeah. but has just bought 11,000 acres of private forest in Georgia, the American state of Georgia, to protect it from development. And yeah. they're going to turn it in, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're going to bring reindeer on, I think, to... <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna so they're gonna harvest reindeer balls there i suppose 
but <laughs> the reindeer are going to guard the forest. They're going to skewer people with their, their exactly. reindeer antlers. What is that? An architectural plan? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. My Just factory. Skewer you. <laughs> My factory. <laughs> so, but what they've done is because they have an entire subsidiary company, which its purpose is to buy forest and sustain it and conserve it. You know, and there's also a breed of tortoise there in this valley in Georgia. Of course, that is there also is. going to, of course, uh, that is also like high on the list of things that should be protected because it's endangered, but it's going to be protected. And, and this is done by IKEA. And I think, you know, look, this is Swedish company. They don't have to do this here in America, you know, but they do. Well, I could dispute that because okay. if we fuck it up, then they die too. But. Man. I do like the fact that they're putting their money where their mouth is. Exactly. They have the goal of being a sustainable company, a uh, yeah. carbon neutral company, and an environmentally friendly company. And they're, you know, backing it up with, it's not cheap to buy 11,000 acres of anything. So I think that that's a really wonderful thing. And they're going to do it, turn it into a working forest, but save it from development. You don't buy 11,000 acres every other day I, like I do? No, I don't. I mean, only in the... I mean. Over time, I've certainly bought like 11,000 acres worth of coffee fields, but like incrementally, like one cup at a time. <laughs> I don't want to know how much money I've spent in my life because the amount of annoyance that I would have at the stuff that I've spent it on would be high. Absolutely. So let's not think about that. And let's just celebrate Ikea for spending a shit ton of money to conserve 11,000 acres in Georgia that would definitely have been lost to development Otherwise, if they have, I can come get behind this. Yeah, I can get behind so this hard. Their or... subsidiary company right now owns six hundred fourteen thousand acres of forest in the U.S. specifically for that purpose of uh, conservation. They're not buying it to put stores there; they're conserving it, and I think that that's wonderful. Good on you, IKEA, and uh, I'm gonna buy more farnages to celebrate them. <laughs> that's a bookcase. If People don't know. I'm actually going to buy a chair and two wicker baskets to make a coffee table out of the baskets and a chair for the set of the upcoming Marriage of Inconvenience. Oh, cool. You're getting the flaring ding and you're getting the burner first. Basically, yeah. Cool. I lo those are good pieces. They are. I'm going to be putting a lot of pom-poms on them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's our bright spot. I love this. Yeah. In... <laughs> In the before times, Matt and I would go to Ikea just to hang out. Oh, absolutely. Now a, a date night right now still is like we go to Costco. <laughs> oh, I fucking love Costco date nights. I can't wait till we can go back. I just want samples back. I think that normalcy will not return until samples return. When I see that, I will relax for real. When yeah. I can get a a piece of burrito cut with scissors. <laughs> I'm sorry. Has this burrito sample been cut with scissors? It's been cut with a knife? Fuck you and your normalcy. You. Yeah. <laughs> you think this is normal? Get the scissors. I mean, you've got the gloves. You've got the hairnet. But if you don't have the scissors, you don't have shit. By the way, my favorite fucking thing is when I see a person with a hairnet and then another hairnet over their giant beard. And I'm like, is it really worth it? The Having the really beard so it. that you have yeah. to put a hairnet over it all the time? I don't know. I feel so terrible for people in uh, service positions who have beards who have to wear masks all the time right now. Because you just see this like massive hair flying out of the out of the mask. And it's now, so gross. But it's got to also be really uncomfortable. 
Yeah. And I wonder the same thing. Is it worth it? Is your beard worth it? Yeah. I asked Mike Pence the same thing. Is his beard worth it? <laughs> uh, but yes, she's a valuable woman. Okay. <laughs> Is she? Well, she was the second lady, apparently. I can't I couldn't give I couldn't tell you her name, but yeah, apparently she did a lot. Mother. Whatever. Her name is Mother. Oh, that's right. That's and right. She will respect you to respect her authority. Good God. But let's let's <laughs> let's move past that. We have a second gentleman now. Mr. Emhoff has taken her place. I and love that. Don't we love that about it? Okay, that's the bright spot. Let's do the show. All right, are you ready for this? I don't know. This one's really fucking weird. So. Okay. All and right, probably go. not. I'm not ready. But do it anyway, because time's a-wasted. Top of the morning to you. <gasps> if this is Irish, I'm all about it. <laughs> oh, you be after me, Lucky Charms. Okay, we've got leprechauns happening. There be no gold here. Okay, we're talking about leprechauns, then. <laughs> That's right. Leprechauns. We're going to talk about the infamous and legendary Crichton Leprechaun sighting. There's a a specific Leprechaun we're fucking talking about? (laughs) The Crichton Leprechaun is also known as the Mobile Leprechaun or the Alabama Leprechaun. No. Go go fuck (laughs) yourself. Go fuck yourself. You don't have any fucking... You don't have any fucking Leprechauns in Alabama. (laughs) Yep, we're talking about an American leprechaun, motherfucker. There are no such fucking things. <laughs> oh, the Irish part of me is so upset right now. I'm so. I wish you could have seen Kevin's face, everyone. He was so excited about leprechauns. And then and I when... found out it was an Alabama leprechaun. <laughs> and I was not happy about it. Shut up. (laughs) Take less joy in this. Although I laughed at your depression, so that's fine. Yeah. What goes around comes around, motherfucker. (laughs) You take my joy, I take your joy. That's fine. That's fine. But you're attacking my culture, but that's fine. I'm Irish, too. (laughs) Our culture, then. You don't own this culture. (laughs) I don't. I've never even been there. I've been to Alabama, ridiculously. I've been to Alabama. My favorite. So I'm, I am actually qualified, no, to talk about this because I'm of Irish descent and I've been to fucking Alabama. Ridiculous. Before we, before we dive back to 2006 when this all took place, allegedly, let's learn, a little bit, let's learn a little bit about leprechauns, shall we? Let's do. Leprechauns are an Irish folklore creature which originally started with them being a loner fairy. A loner fairy. I've yeah. I've been that myself sometimes. Just call me a <laughs> leprechaun, I guess. Like, well, I know a lot of us in quarantine here. <laughs> are you the Crichton leprechaun? Are you the no. loner fairy in I'm, Alabama? I'm the loner fairy of Westwood. That's <laughs> what I am. <laughs> what are you, the fucking Green Bay clown or whatever that shit was from a few weeks ago? Yeah, Standing I, yeah. on the street corner by yourself with just fairy wings and a sad face. No, that's way too close to people. I'm a loner fairy. I like <laughs> to just be here at the house. <laughs> so, all right. Leprechauns often have a beard and wear a coat and a hat and are pranksters. And no mask. And they're anti-vaxxers. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> As the legend grew over time, they became shoemakers who oh. would hide a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. <laughs> That's a leap. That's a leap. I love the idea of like, 
I'm an emo fairy to suddenly like, you got shoes that need fixing? I feel bad for them. That sucks. I mean, first of all, they have gold, right? So why do they have to also have a job? That sucks for them. Uh, It's at the end of the rainbow, which if anyone knows, you can't reach. What do they do? They go, they, they work all day, make some gold, and then put it in a pot at the end of a rainbow just to go back to work the next day? <laughs> Poor bastards. I don't know why this popped into my head, but all I can think of is, they're working nine to five. Gotta make those shoes for living. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I feel terrible for these leprechauns. You know, part of the rat race, I guess. <laughs> yeah, apparently Irish mythology has no leprechauns in it, but the folklore stories is when they popped into view. Oh, okay. The mythology was like gods and shit and then suddenly in the more present day people are like and we've got leprechauns they were like the gods are kind of boring the (laughs) gods are you know there are gods and stuff but we don't have any imps we don't have any pranksters we don't have anybody fun oh my god the norse have loki and we've got jack shit (laughs) what do we have the Celts? great (laughs) i love a kilt (laughs) no the Celts. the Celts. i oh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Scottish have the kilts. I love a kilt, though, because you don't wear anything <laughs> underneath. Oh. Yes. That's... A breeze just comes along and everybody's happy. Not on a day like this, though. A 50-degree day, that's got to feel bad. And they have a lot of those in Scotland, so you can't imagine that that was that comfortable a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would make everything look less impressive from the front, but the back <laughs> would be popping. <laughs> When I get cold, I jiggle a little, oh, and so I see. that it just constant twerking while that kilt flies around. Wow! But if it flies up, then they have to explain. You know, it was cold. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's always cold, Seamus. You know, you have to find a different excuse. <laughs> You're just small, Seamus. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to Ireland, where okay. they have the kilt. <laughs> so. <laughs> The first time a leprechaun appeared in written history is a story called The Adventures of Fergus, Son of Leti. Okay. Which was written in medieval times. Okay. And it had an Irish pronunciation that I couldn't do, so this is what the translation was. Well, yeah, no, like native Irish, I will not offend any Irish listeners by approximating it, but it's indistinguishable from total gibberish to me. (laughs) (laughs) So in this story, the king of Ulster is like sleeping on the beach, right? And he awakens to find three leprechauns pulling him into the ocean, which oh, I don't shit. fucking know why they're doing that. So suddenly <laughs> he's like... They're trying to kill the king. That's that's a, that's a, that's an entrance <laughs> into the literature. I mean, shit. <laughs> so he wakes up and he's like, no, bitch. And he overpowers them and captures them. Right, and then they're, they're like, And they're like, but wait, we'll give you three wishes if you let us go. Okay, and they can do wishes now, too. Wait, yeah. do they give them, okay, on the king's behalf, I want to know if it's three wishes a piece or one wish a piece, like three wishes from the group of leprechauns. The way it sounded, it sounded like it was three wishes total, so one a piece. Okay. But I liked, I definitely thought that thought, I was like, damn, you got nine yeah. wishes. Like, yeah, he's... I would like that, And but it does mean that you have to, if you're planning on capturing leprechauns, you really have to go for quantity. Yeah. You have to get a lot of them if you want a lot of wishes. Exactly. Well, if it's one per, sure, you have to, you know. If I caught a leprechaun and I could get one wish a leprechaun, I would wish to trap ten more leprechauns right away. And then I would get ten more wishes. 
Why 10? Well, you start with that. I, mean, I don't want to be greedy. You start oh, okay. with and 10. Then, and yeah, then... and then on the last leprechaun of every batch of wishes, you ask Another for 10. more leprechauns. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Okay. So Disney would eventually make this story uh, into a movie, or at least part of one anyway. The Disney movie Darby O'Gill and the Little People, which was made in 1959. Oh, yes. Disney actually talked with the Irish Folklore Commission, but never got the materials which they had on how leprechauns should actually look. Oh. <laughs> so apparently the kind of leprechaun we know and love here in America is not the same as the one in Irish folklore. Oh, what a surprise. It's, it's an <clears throat> Americanized version of a leprechaun? Yeah. I'm sure the actual leprechauns are just really upset about this. <laughs> so, all right. In, in America, our leprechauns wear green, right? Our American leprechauns, the ones in Alabama? Yes. Okay. So, in Ireland, leprechauns yeah. wear red. Oh. Oh, to distinguish them from the hillside. That makes more sense. Well, and the other fairies wear green. Oh. So, the leprechauns are like, I'm too cool for you. I'm wearing red. <laughs> And the other fairies are like, oh, no, it's an angry emo fairy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the leprechauns are really interested in standing out, it seems, which is odd if they don't want to get captured. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it. I would say that if I were like if you took the LGBT group and you and like took some of us and made us leprechauns i definitely would be one of the leprechauns because i definitely like to be alone but then i also like <laughs> to make people laugh so i like to be a little prankstery well that's what you know instagram is for then you can be alone i know and then just I pop do lives in and, or something yeah i pop in and i'm like i worked out and then yeah. i pop out and then i pop in and i'm like and i made babka yeah and people jokes just laugh on at you, you. <laughs> hilarious <laughs> my life's a fucking joke <laughs> I worked out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quote from Wiki. Quote. Okay. It has been argued that the popularized image of a leprechaun is, a, is little more than a series of stereotypes based on derogatory 19th century caricatures. <laughs> well, congratulations, America. You've done it again. Every fucking time that we find anything, we're like, let's take this thing that's loved and Fuck it up. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's what we do. That's yeah. how, that's our culture. Yeah. And, you know, I don't, I won't have you belittling our culture the way we like to belittle others. If you're happy, I haven't done my job. That's right. America! Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses so we can make fun of them and wish they weren't here. And overwork them for less than what they're worth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, caricature them. Oh, God. America. All right. <laughs> Let's jump to 2006 Mobile, Alabama, shall we? Sure. So one evening, Shun Thomas, a local of the Crichton neighborhood in Mobile, Alabama, was mm -hmm. hanging out with some family and friends, and he was having a drink, a beer. Now, it's important to note that he would tell reporters that he doesn't drink and does not do drugs ever. And based on what I saw in the interview, I do believe that he does not do the hard stuff and that he does not drink often. He seemed very with it. Uh -huh. Like, I watched an interview with him. He was very eloquent. I don't drink, regardless of the fact that I was drinking on the day in question. <laughs> so, he he admits he was having a beer that night. Just to my ears, that just sounds like there's that golfer who recently said faggot or something on a hot mic, and then immediately after said, I'm not that kind of person who would ever say that. I'm like, um, you're on tape. Who Who is this? No, it just happened recently. And there was a baseball announcer, too, who said that I think St. Louis or something was the fag capital of the world. 
which is what is happening. Also, this is all on hot mics, and then came out and said, "Anyone who knows me knows I would never say that." I'm like, "You're on mic saying <sighs> it." Also, it's news to me that St. Louis has that thick of a population of gay people. Yeah, it was news to a lot of us. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but don't worry, it was it was a person who who was definitely not gay who said that. So I had, I don't know. I'm not sure about his information. I was gonna say I definitely didn't get the gay pamphlet yeah, <laughs> telling it, me that that's our new capital. It might have been Kansas City or something, but it, it was literally not a place that's the gay capital of anything. <laughs> it could be the gay capital of Missouri, but not <laughs> not anything else. Not the world, certainly. Well, yeah, good for them. He's clearly never <laughs> right. been to Mykonos, so go ahead. So, so he's having a beer that night, and right? He but said... he doesn't drink. He doesn't drink, but he's drinking. Got it. <laughs> about halfway through his beer, or about less than half, he, he figures, mm-hmm. he's looking up at the stars, and he looks over at this tree, and he sees an image that startled him. It's the Mother Mary, <laughs> and it's bleeding. <laughs> quote, quote from AL.com, quote, I'm seeing this image, so I do several double takes, and he's still there, so I finally mentioned it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Sean Thomas would tell the people he was with to look at the tree, and they all, one by one, saw it as well. Shun would tell AL.com, quote, It just looked like a leprechaun to me. It was only an image from the chin to the top hat, but that's what I thought about. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm going to let I'm gonna let this person continue to have his experience. <laughs> Over the next week, other people in the neighborhood started to come and see if they could find the leprechaun as well. In the tree. Now, so it, is this a leprechaun image in the tree, or is this like a leprechaun standing next to the tree? We'll get there. All right. And up. it's up in the tree, for the record. It's in the tree. Okay, it's up in the tree. It's up in the tree. Mm-hmm. But whether it's a part of the tree or it's a separate entity from the tree, we shall get there. Regardless of the fact that it's the Americanized version of a leprechaun with a beard and a top hat has bothered to wear a top hat while climbing a tree. Got it? So, all right. Now the crowds are getting big enough that it picked up such steam that the local news station WPMI-TV would send reporter Brian Johnson out to see why big crowds were gathering. God. This is Brian Johnson with the shit I can't believe I have to cover segment. <laughs> You're getting paid. <laughs> okay. So Shun was disappointed to learn that the news and all the others who started coming to look at the leprechaun thought it was all a joke. <laughs> so... How dare you disparage. This is, oh, this is when the snowflake was invented. Cool. So no one was trying to figure out if the leprechaun was real or what it was. So he was like, listen, I'm a reasonable man. If it's not real, that's fine. I just need to know what the fuck's happening because I see a leprechaun. I really need to know if this leprechaun is not real. So could like crowds of people come around and try to find it (laughs) and not find it. And somehow I need a sign that it's not real. Shun's sister, Nina Thomas Brown, would submit an amateur sketch of the leprechaun as they saw it. (laughs) (laughs) In crayon. I know it's in crayon. Now, I need to show it to you, so I'm going to pull it up, and and then you're going to describe to the folks. Oh, okay. All right. We are ready for uh, Nina 
the three-year-old sister <laughs> to... No, we don't know what she is. So I'm preparing to see this sketch on a screen share. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay. I know this is great audio for the for the folks at home. Um, the image... <laughs> It is a pencil drawing with a nothing. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, there's, there is a three-year-old's image of a fucking leprechaun with no beard, you know, and, a, but a top hat, a bowler hat. I would call that a bowler hat, but it is a outlined pencil drawing with no characteristic at all. It absolutely looks like a five-year-old did it. There's no mouth, right? No, there is no mouth as well. There's only eyes. Yeah, and, uh, there's a completely featureless leprechaun <laughs> who, yeah, there's somewhere between a snowman and 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 nothing at all. <laughs> so ridiculous. I definitely think that Nina was not five. I think she was married at this point. That's why she has a, a hyphenated last name. But, oh um, God, that's a good point. So well, it's would... Alabama. She could also she could be five and married. It is Alabama. Oh, God. Let's move on, shall we? Yes, can you stop sharing the screen? I can't look at this anymore. <laughs> the child bride's drawing. I can't look. <laughs> all right. So, I watched the news segment, all right, which this was about, mm-hmm. and it was about two minutes long. It's <laughs> actually worth a watch. Okay. The video's gone viral. 28.4 million views on YouTube viral. Okay, how would a person find it? Alabama um, Leprechaun News. Yeah, Alabama Leprechaun News segment. Um, so, <laughs> one woman interviewed in the segment would be quoted saying, "Quote: It could be a crackhead that got a hold of the wrong stuff, and they told him to get in a tree and play a leprechaun." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's as likely as anything I could imagine. So, in the segment... I think a crackhead in a tree is more likely than a lot of things. So, in the segment, the reporter reports that apparently, according to eyewitnesses, the leprechaun only comes out at night, and if you shine a light in its direction, then it vanishes. Well, crackheads are nocturnal. (laughs) We know this. I don't know how to respond to that. Um, (laughs) So... One person interviewed thinks that it's possible that people are seeing something made of shadows and illusions. So it's like... It's... What? They, Do you no, think it's like, possible that the thing you shine a light on and it disappears is just made of shadow and illusion? No. <laughs> you can so only like, see it in the dark when you've been drinking. But it's definitely real. <laughs> they have like literally 400 people showing up every night and they're le- and everyone's like, let's find that leprechaun. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> Good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think this is just a reason for people, to, as if Alabamians need another reason to get around and stand around drinking. One person was like, I think it might be the branches and the moss and it's creating this illusion and stuff, right? No, it's a leprechaun, but yeah. <laughs> One other person interviewed, DeMarco Morissette, would later, <laughs> would later become known as the Flute Man. <laughs> would would claim Irish ancestry and would show a, quote, special leprechaun flute um, to the uh, media. I saw the flute. Who the fuck is this? The Pied Piper for leprechauns? Who is this fucker? 
So I saw this flute, right? And it's supposed to be like this antique flute that leprechauns used to use. Uh, is it, it a leprechaun? Fl- okay. Okay. All right. Yes. Well, for, first of all, the <laughs> the pipe was probably a foot long and giant. And it looked like pipes with holes in it. And I right. was like, no Perfect leprechaun. Perfect for a three foot being to play. Yeah, sure. No, no leprechauns holding this. It's way too big. <laughs> I also don't know, based on how it looked, if I would ever say that it was from, you know, the wee folk from Ireland. Like, okay. it's from well, the Home Depot of Mobile. All right, but but assuming, like, assuming that it is a leprechaun flute, let's give it the 100% the benefit of the doubt that it's a leprechaun flute, okay? Now, is this a flute that a leprechaun plays, or is this a flute that you play to attract a leprechaun? I think it's a flute that the leprechaun would play. Okay. And that's why I disputed it. Well, how did this asshole get a hold of one? He's part Irish, apparently, and so it was handed down oh, through the generations. Excuse me, if he's not part leprechaun, <laughs> I don't think he gets to have the goddamn flute, okay? Aren't all Irish people leprechauns? Well, part. <laughs> so, all right, maybe it's a leprechaun flute. I don't think it is. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's very sweet of you and, and, and generous of you to say maybe. <laughs> so Shun Thomas, like his sister, is an artist. Oh, is he an artist like his sister? Because, boy, talent <laughs> runs deep in that family. Actually, well, here's the funny thing. Shun Thomas painted a painting of the leprechaun <laughs> uh, and the tree, and it actually looked really good. Okay. I was genuinely surprised. All right. So, um, okay. He's not but... an artist like his sister then, if it looks good. <laughs> Let me see. Hang on. I'm going to see if I can pull up the, the painting because it, right. it, it, it's worth it. Um, ha! So here, I'm going to pull it up now and you're going to descri- <laughs> describe the painting. It's oh, actually again? It's, <laughs> I'm laughing, but it is, it's, it's higher quality. Okay. All right, here we go. All right. To say that it's, okay, it's higher quality. There's no question. <laughs> There's no question. But now, now what we have is now the tree is part... Now, the tree is part of the experience, and it is very clearly a face in a tree, not of the tree, okay? It is not the image of a face that's part of the tree. It's definitely a face laid on top of a tree, okay? (laughs) Which, to me, is far, far more disturbing than a, you know, a face that's in the tree. He's got a, now this one has a clean-shaven face except for a mustache. At least he has a mouth. And it's definitely now a bowler cap and not a top hat, for sure. Yeah. All right. And it's also terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think the tree is pretty exciting. I think the tree has texture. The tree is fine. It's the fucking face that's completely disembodied. (laughs) It's a disembodied head floating near a tree. And that's really disturbing. Shun maintains that, you know, what he saw is what he saw. And he wishes the media would try to come figure out what happened instead of making it a joke. (laughs) Well, he took a Um, picture of it. So I'm sorry. He (laughs) painted a picture of it. (laughs) So Shun Shun also claims that he's seen the leprechaun in in 2010 as well. What? So he's seen it twice now. Okay. Um, The second time. Yeah. He drinks about that often, too. (laughs) <laughs> in uh 2014 the bob and dan show from ktck 1310 the ticket in dallas 
would send a reporter. I mean, that show name is so fucking long. It's a but lot. that show <laughs> would send a reporter out here, out there, in honor of the anniversary of the sighting, and they came up with something rather interesting as far as their their investigative journalism. Okay, that's a stretch to call it that, but fantastic. It, they go every four years, so it's it's seen in two thousand six. 2010, and now they're going in 2014. So they're on to something, for sure. So, quote from Wiki, and mind you, this quote does share an inappropriate term in it, and I apologize, but this is the quote. Quote, Numerous witnesses identified the Crichton leprechaun as a local African-American dwarf, Midget Sean. The interviewers were brought to meet the man who recounted the story as a prank played on the local community in which he dressed in a leprechaun suit and climbed a tree while his friends alerted others about a leprechaun sighting. Okay, you completely broke the case, is what you're saying. That's what they're saying. How's there... So, okay, there was an African-American little person in the tree. Yeah, I really wish they wouldn't call him the name they call him. I wish they'd just call him fucking Sean. Like, well, okay, but it was a different time. It was 2014. It's 2014. <laughs> it's only six, seven goddamn years ago. It was a different time. It was a different time. You can't argue that it wasn't a different time. Fine, you and your logic. Yesterday was a different time. <laughs> so, I, but here's the thing. If it really was this person, then why in the painting is it a white leprechaun? That's, okay, I wasn't going to say that necessarily, but it absolutely is. So there's, now, can I be offended that he was in whiteface? Wait, can I be offended? I don't think that he (laughs) saw a a little black person in a tree. I think he saw something else. Well, I mean, who knows? All right, well, so we thought we had broken the case, but we absolutely haven't broken the case because the painting you showed me was definitely of a Caucasian disembodied head in a tree, for sure. (laughs) I'm sorry, the amateur sketch keeps showing up on my screen and I just can't (laughs) stop looking at it. Yeah. Okay. I I also love that the news report features it as amateur sketch. Uh, Like, they refuse to call it, like, a Anyway, it's great. This Piece whole of thing crap is great. drawing, yeah. Here's the thing. I can kind of feel for Sean because, like, I don't know what he saw. I don't know what he saw. I don't know. Like, I have seen things that are interesting because of shadows and lights before. And if you really believe something, it can be really painful if everyone else is like, you're a crazy person. But also, uh-huh. so also it's... we feel really bad for the people who were making fun of his leprechaun sighting. In a tree. I, I didn't... i just saying, be nice. The world is hard. He's having a hard time. He's... You know, let's... There's a limit to tolerance. If you can't make fun <laughs> of a person for seeing a leprechaun in a tree, you can't do anything anymore. I don't drink, except when I'm trashed. Except when I do drink. And when I do drink, I tend to see leprechauns in trees. But that doesn't mean you should make fun of me for it. <laughs> Also, maybe he's got a superpower where when he drinks, he sees the wee folk. Okay, this guy should be drinking all the time and trying to find the fucking gold. See, that's my problem with this whole situation is he just saw the leprechaun. He hasn't done anything to try to find the gold. My favorite, favorite fucking thing is in the interview, in some of the interview footage that I watched, one person was like, I'm going to dig up that tree and get that gold. No (laughs) kidding. And the tree still stands. Nobody dug it up. Well, you don't actually have to dig up the tree. You just dig under the tree. And uh, look, I fixed it. I'm pretty sure you have to decimate the tree. I think Ikea bought that tree to preserve it. (laughs) 
Ikea is owned by leprechauns. It they don't want that. their secret to get out. It could be that. Uh, but look, if you're gonna if you're gonna go so far as to say that there's a leprechaun in a tree, right? You have to also assume that that leprechaun can make shoes for you and hide gold somewhere, right? So why would you not then try to find the gold? So what's the bright side? <laughs> Uh, the bright side is I'm going to find this tree and I'm going to be fucking rich. <laughs> All right. First, it's an amazing story that went viral and gave people a bit of a laugh. Yeah. yeah, And uh, I do recommend people find that amateur sketch and look at it for yourselves because <laughs> it is worth your time to think Honest- that a married woman did it. It's worth your time. Oh, I forgot to mention this. The sketch would later be auctioned off. Oh, and it, it she got like eleven hundred bucks for the sketch. Well, she found her pot of gold, didn't she? Yeah, Good for her. That's another bright side. Bright side. For, bright side yeah. for that lady who can now fund her art school career. <laughs> um, so eventually, it looks like someone got to the end of the story and found out it might have been a prank. What? Um, <laughs> another bright side is that if it wasn't a prank, and Sean who claims to have dressed as a leprechaun with making it up, then, like, the person, the little person who claimed it was a prank, right. if, he was, if he was making it up, then this is a perfect example of mass hysteria where everyone thought they saw something, but no one was killed. Oh, we live in mass hysteria land. And you know what? There is 100% a prank going on here with this Sean guy, the little person. Because yeah. he either pranked everybody by climbing in a tree in whiteface and hovering there, disembodied. We don't know that. We don't know that he was in whiteface, <laughs> which is which is impressive, fucking impressive. Or he pranked the news crew by telling them that story in the first place. Exactly. That guy perpetuated a prank. We're sure of it. I don't. Here's the thing. Sean is living his best life. Absolutely. You know, so... if you're a little person in Alabama, do what you can. <laughs> do what you can for fun. So, and the other thing was that people were coming together to celebrate the leprechaun, not to kill it. They were coming together to drink, but okay. I like it. <laughs> I saw the footage. There was not drinking. It was just a lot of binoculars. A lot of people in binoculars. That's just because they... At night. <laughs> <laughs> we're leprechaun peepers. I, oh, God. This is the Alabama version of bird watchers. <laughs> What have you? What kind of bird have you seen? Oh no, leprechauns. Yeah, I saw. I, I see a green-breasted leprechaun. I saw a red-breasted leprechaun. Oh, you been to Ireland? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, wow. I really do like to reiterate, though, that nobody died in the making of this scandal that we uh, know of. I mean, if it's a real leprechaun. All right, uh, you know it, we can we all get to have theories. Say it's a real leprechaun. All right, he didn't have a body. All right, so he could have been dead the whole time. Based it could on... be somebody killed a leprechaun and put him in a tree. Uh... So the jury, I'm saying, is still out on whether or not anyone died. But how does the leprechaun keep vanishing if someone put a head in a tree? Magic. But it's dead. The magic never dies. That's our show, folks. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you again next week. Where the magic never fucking dies. Because <laughs> people keep drinking and seeing leprechauns. I think that that's a lovely way to end the story, okay? That you could be a magical being who's decapitated and put in a tree 
and still the magic never dies. That's hopeful. That's hope. Is it hopeful? They're dead. But their magic isn't. Okay. Thanks so much, everybody. See they're you not next a week. fucking phoenix. <laughs> Can't rise from the ashes of a dead leprechaun. Somebody stole his fucking gold, decapitated him, and put him in a tree. But the magic never dies. I want to see this fucking movie. Please write this. <laughs> the Leprechaun Haunting. There is a Leprechaun hunt, a horror movie, of course. There is? Yeah. Yeah, there is. What's it called? Leprechaun. Are you making this up? No. But he wasn't decapitated and put in a tree after his gold was stolen. He's the horror. He's the killer. The Leprechaun is the killer. So. Does he? Oh, God. Maybe this is that same Leprechaun and we finally got him. I don't know. So there's that. That's our show, folks. Oh, that's our show. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing this to my attention, Jason. I'm always so I'm always so glad to learn about these fucking things. <laughs> you were so excited about leprechauns. Yeah, thanks for ruining leprechauns for me. <laughs> All right. You know what? Bottom of the morning to you. There. I like a good bottom. <laughs> I like it. Who doesn't like a good bottom in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> I love the smell of bottom in the morning. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Working nine to five, making shoes and gold forgiven. He is 12 feet high in a tree and he's not living. Ooh. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at BrightSideKNJ, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.TheBrightSideWithKevinAndJason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on The, the Bright, bright Side! side.